Good morning. Hi guys, this is uh, Tammy Sokol away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, Prophetess Tammy Sokol away, spiritual reader. I come to you this morning. Uh, I'm not going to say what today's date is. Uh, it's Tuesday or something. But anyway, I want to talk to you this morning about um, addictions. I want to talk to you this morning about addictions. I want to talk to you this morning about addictions. See, sometimes in our life we don't understand that we have an addiction to something. And not quite an addiction, but bad habits. And we continue with the bad habits and we continue with them. We're using those habits as a cover-up. We're using those habits as a cover-up. Bad habits that you learn or you adopt or you start, it's the reason why you're having those habits. So nine and a half, nine and a half out of 10 is some type of pain and it's some type of hurt that we're covering up. We're trying to get rid of some unwanted, un pleasure, pleasure, I mean, uh, unpleasant uh, feeling. That's the reason why we have those bad behaviors. That's the reason why we, not addiction, because sometimes bad habits is not addictive, but it can be. But what I'm saying is that if you were doing something and you constantly see yourself doing it and you do it at a certain time or if it's not, I mean, sometimes you're covering up something. So you have to look deep down and see what are you covering up? What kind of pain are you covering up? What kind of hurt that you're covering up? Why are you not satisfied with your regular life? Why do you have to do this on the side? I mean, couldn't you do something else? Is it something that's not available? So what I'm telling you is the reason why you have a bad habit is because you're not satisfied in your life. You're not satisfied with your life. Um, for instance, say that uh, if you do whatever the habit is, it's some kind of neglect. You feel you're not uh, content, okay? You're not happy. So you're just trying to get rid of a pain. It's like a painkiller that you're trying to get rid of pain. But the thing is, is, as long as you do it, and the deeper you do it, and the more you do it, the more that you're going to get down into trouble. Amen? And then sometimes you cannot get out of that trouble. Sometimes God will, will let you out. He'll parole you from whatever the habit that you're doing. But sometimes that habit can become an addiction. And that's when it really becomes a problem. Right now you feel like it's entertainment. It's just something that you're doing to bypass time. But I say this, I'm not perfect and I have my habits too. But you have to take control of your habits by letting God take control of you. Again, you have to take control of your habits by letting God take control of you. Now, when I say this, you may fall back. You may try to stop whatever your habit is and you may fall back. Something may happen in your life and really get you upset. And you may just fall back when you cannot fight the devil yourself. 
that's when you have to pray and that's when you have to pray and if you still go back into this bad habit that you was doing don't panic no matter what you do don't panic because you know there's God and you know there's the devil you know there's good spirits and you know there's bad spirits and know this the devil do not sleep he is always awake and ready to attack See, we sleep a lot. We rest a lot. We put our guards down a lot. But the devil is always up. He's always up looking, sneak, uh, looking, peeping, and ready to sneak and destroy. The devil also has this special type of blindfolders that he put on your eyes when you can't even see what you do or when you're doing what you do when you think it's okay. It's okay it's okay god understand it's okay but it's not okay it's truly not okay it's not okay and i don't care who tells you it's okay i don't care if the state tells you it's okay i don't care uh if the president tells you it's okay if it's not okay with god it's not okay look at our situation right now they can make any rules and laws, whatever they want to make, and think it's okay. And God will let, God is a God of like free spirit, free will. God let you do whatever you want to do. He give you free will. He give you the choice to choose good, and he give you the choice to choose evil. It's your choice. It's your choice. Is your choice here and your choice now. But remember, you and I will be held accountable for every act and every action that we perform on earth. When it's time, everyone will be judged. Everyone will be judged. And we will be judged not for our kids, not for our family, not for our friends, not for what somebody else did us, not for some how somebody else treated us. It's gonna be we're gonna be judged individual for what we have done ourselves, our deeds, our good deeds and our bad deeds. So I'm telling you right now, a lot of us have bad habits, and we know they're bad habits, but we make excuses for ourselves to make us look like, okay, yeah, it's okay, it's legal, it's good, it's legal, it's good, it's okay. But in our hearts, we know it's not okay. And remember one thing, this is not our final destination. We are just stopping here, stopping by, and we are being tested on this earth. This earth right here is just a test for us. So don't live like this is the end. Don't live like this is our final destination because this is not our final destination. This is our testing ground. This is the field where we test, we get tested. We go through hardships, we go through pain. We go through mishaps. We go through all of this so we can be approved by God. We are going through all of this that we go every day you wake up, every decision that you make, every decision that we make. All of this on earth is nothing but a test. Life and living is not about us. It's about us pleasing God. About us pleasing God. And we all are experiencing a test. 
We take life so personal, but life is not personal. Life is God's. We have a job to do. Each and every last one of us have a job to do. The garbage collector have a job to do. We think his job is just like trash, right? No, it's not. Because when he get on that truck, he has to pick up your garbage. God is looking at his attitude on where he went to school to get a bachelor's degree, and now he has to pick up garbage, your trash. God want to see what his attitude is. He want to see how he treat people. Is he going to treat people cruel and mean because life has put him in a position that he don't think he should be in and that he has earned more? God want to see what attitude he have when an old lady comes out a little late with her trash can. To see if he pull off or he stop and wait, her, wait on her, go get her trash can and drag it out to her. Of course, he have a college degree and he's supposed to be an engineer. Let's see if he's going to have an attitude with the little boy that ball ran in the middle of the road while he was going on his truck picking up trash. Let's see what his attitude is. Let's see how he take life. See, God gives you curveballs just to see how you accept life. Life is not going to be what you wanted. Life is not going to be what I wanted. Life is just what it is. Life is a test. A test to see if you approve for God. The test to see if you are approved. To see if you're going to go to heaven or hell. To see when you went had to go through something that you had and shouldn't have went through. You went to jail for years. And you was innocent. Let's see what you did when you was in jail. Did you minister to someone? Did you tell somebody some encouragement for them to keep going? Or did you grow up with hate? And when you got out, you just hated everybody. That's just a test. When you get sick and your body is in pain and you catch a disease, all that is a test. Everything that we do on earth is a test. This is not about us. This is a test. And as I said about our behaviors and the things that we're doing, and if you won't do it in front of God, you shouldn't do it in front of yourself. Because God is within you, and he's everywhere, and he sees everything. Whatever your habit is, replace it. Replace it with something else. You can do it. We can do this. It's no time like the present, no time like right now. Everything that's working, that's worth having, is worth working for. Life is not easy. Life hurts. Change hurts. And I want to change. I want to be pleasing to God. When it's time for judgment day to come, I want to be able to just strut up there and like, I'm next, I'm next. I don't want to run. I don't want to hide. I don't want to run behind a tree. I don't want to cover myself up like Adam and Eve did. I don't want to be ashamed. If God come knock on my door right now, I don't want to run. I don't want to say, give me another chance. God is real. Even though that you can't see him, 
He is real. And a lot of habits we cannot stop ourselves. We need God. God is real. Do you believe that humans created themselves? And even if they say scientists, who created scientists? God is real. He is real and he's alive. And he's showing himself right now during the coronavirus. It's no time than right now, guys. This is Pam and Sophie away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's no time than right now to put shame on your bad habits. And even if you relapse, even if you put shame on your bad habits this morning, and even if you relapse, it's not about lapsing. It's not about falling down. It's about getting up. If you put a shame in your bad habits this morning, today, whatever time it is your time, and if you relapse, get back up. It ain't about falling down. It's about getting back up. And when you don't get back up, when you don't have to fight to get back up, You have to have the fight to get back up. You have no options. You have no options. I come to you this morning and tell you whatever that bad habit is, whatever that bad habit is, give it to God. Whatever that bad habit is, make one step this morning. Whatever that bad habit is, make one step this morning to say, I repeat you, I stop you. I'm going to give you to God. I'm going to throw you away. I'm going to throw you away. You, you can't be in my life right now. And God is going to see this. Even though you don't have the strength to fight this yourself, God is going to see this. And he's going to see your willpower. He's going to see your strength. Even if you have the strength for just this morning, he's going to give you extra. He's going to give you extra just from trying. He's going to give you extra just from the, your desire. Whatever that bad habit is, Give it to God this morning. Give it to God this morning. And if you relapse, get back up. And give it to him again. Keep giving it to him. Keep getting up and giving it to him. And one time and one day and one moment, you never have to give it to him again because it ain't going to leave from him. It's going to be over. But never give up. Like the devil don't give up trying to send you to hell. Don't you give up. Trying to make your way to heaven. This is Prophetess, Spiritual Advisor, Tammy, Sophie Lewis, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana. If y'all want to set a permit with me, that's no problem. Call me, set a permit. Let's see what's going on in your life. Amen? You know, God can do that. God gives me favor. Amen? And I have to stay in the realm. I can't let no bad habits pull me away from God. Because God has blessed me. You can't let no bad habits pull you away from God. But God has blessed you. Look around you. Look at your family. Look at your beautiful kids. Look at your job. Look at your food on your table. Look at your health. You feel your health and your strength? You're not in the jail cell. You're not in the hospital bed. You have a chance. You have a chance for change right now. We have a chance for change right now. I can't tell you something I don't know. I won't tell you nothing that I don't know. I'm not going to tell you nothing that I haven't experienced. I'm not going to tell you nothing that I'm not experiencing. 
I'm not going to tell you to do something that I'm not going to do. But what I'm going to do, and I hope you do it too, I'm going to lean and trust on God. I'm going to lean and trust on God. And I know one thing, God is going to keep me safe. If I lean and trust on God, I got to believe. You think that God is going to keep me safe. Now, I have a website, y'all, but I haven't been on it lately. And I think I paid the bill. <laughs> sometimes I pay the bill, sometimes I don't. And when I realize it's cut off and I cut back on, but I have to stop there. We have to reprogram ourselves to do better. Amen? We got to stop all that habits and reprogram ourselves to do better. Amen? So my website is www.tammy.com. I haven't put up a video in a while, but I just want you to know the website. So when God touched me, not only touched me, when he take me and started grabbing me and kind of throwing me around, y'all going to see that website be shining. Amen? I wait on God. I don't do nothing by my own will, by my own hand. I wait on God. But sometimes you got to move. God wants to see you moving in here and move more in your life. A lot of us be waiting on God. Wow, come on, what you waiting on? I gave you strength, help. I put you on your way this morning. I gave you life. What you waiting on? Amen. So we thought we waiting on God, but sometimes we got to move a little bit. Pray and let God send us in the right direction, but we got to move. We know everybody that's waiting on God, we're going to have a line going on. Amen. God showed us what to do, but we don't do it, but we're talking about waiting on God. So whatever your habit is, I just want you to not to wait on God, I want you to give it to God. Again, this is Tammy Stouffer with the Bannerish Louisiana Spiritual Research. The biggest mistake women can make when it comes to reducing uh, wrinkles is not really understanding yeah, what they we come Yeah, we're talking about the wrinkles right now. Okay? So we go. Listen to that little stuff before we go out. I'm glad you came by and listen to my eye. Let's see that give up. My just always on here.
ain't even trying to play that one, but I'm gonna let y'all hear this. This Yolanda Al.
Thank you for visiting my podcast. Again, this is Tammy Soful Aware. Visit me at www.tammysofalaware.com. Spiritual advisor and spiritual reader. God bless you. God be with you. Keep social distance and wash your hands and be safe. Love you. Good morning. Good morning, guys. This is uh, Prophetess, Spiritual Advisor, Tammy, something away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
Good morning, my friends. Good morning, my friends. This is Tammy Sofalouet from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, prophetess, spiritual advisor from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, coming to you this Monday morning. I think it's like the 20, uh, 26th of Monday morning. Getting up at 5.33 in the morning just to praise God, just to worship Him, just to put Him at the top and the forehead and the beginning of our life and our day. Amen. Because we did not wake up our own self. We was not our alone own alone clock. Amen. We just want to give God the praise. We just want to give God the honor. We just want to give God the glory because he is worthy. God is worthy to be praised. Amen. It doesn't matter what we're going through in life. It doesn't matter what we're going through. We have to know no matter what we're going through, that God will get us through it. Amen. We need to know that no matter what we're going through, that God will bring us through. And God never say that life would be easy. Amen. God never said that life will be easy. The Bible did not write that. God said that life would be easy. Amen. We just want to give God the, the, the praise this morning. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning and allowing us to uh, open our eyes up. Because a lot of people did not get the pleasure of waking up. Amen. A lot of people name was not written on the book of the living. Amen. So no matter what struggle that you're going through in life, it doesn't matter if it's uh, health struggles, financial struggles. It doesn't matter if we're someone has died or, or, or suffering with the coronavirus. Amen. God is still alive and God is still living and we must keep God living within us. Amen. You see, God is still alive and God is still living and we have to keep God within us. Because you see, God has uh, shut down the churches Amen. Because God has shut down the church houses. Amen. For you to understand, for us as one to understand, his people to understand that he shut down the churches and we're trying to clam back to the churches. When I say he shut down, shut down the churches, I don't mean he shut down the churches. We are the church. Amen. He have disabled the church house. Amen. For you to realize, for us to realize that the church is within us. Amen. He have shut down the church buildings that's uh, there uh, to let us know that you can shut down the church building. Amen. You can shut down the church buildings because the church buildings is not the church. Amen. The church lives within each and every last one of us. And sometimes we, the people, has start praising the pastors and praising the imams and, and, and praising of the priests. And we have forgotten, we have forgotten that God don't want us to have idols. Amen. God want us to praise him directly. Amen. And we have focused on our church house. Like our church house is our clubhouse. Amen. And God has closed down the clubhouses. Amen. He has closed down the church houses. Amen. All around the world. 
all around the world. He has shut down the pastors. Amen. He has shut down your gods. Amen. That you have been worshiping. Amen. The churches has been, house has been being built on every condom and every condom. Some is the churches are real and some are businesses. Amen. And God has got to the point of, I'm tired of this. Amen. And he want to show every nation, not just a country, that he is still God and he is still in control. Amen. And he dealing with the church houses. Amen. So remember when this thing is over with. Amen. Don't go back to your old ways. Amen. Depending on the church houses. Amen. But depend on God and know that you are the church. Amen. So when God shut down the church houses, amen, and you have nowhere to go, amen, do you just forget about God? Amen. Or do you realize that you are the church? Amen. And that your Bible and the word is with you. Amen. And you have to inhale that word yourself. Amen. You see, your pastor can't go to heaven for you. Amen. He can only tell you some things that was in that Bible. Amen. But the church Sunday can't cover the whole thing. But when you come home, you never open it up. You just depends on your church house. But God is waking up everybody. Amen. Every nation, every country, every state, and every city. And he letting you know, your church ain't got nothing to do with your church house. Your church ain't got nothing to do with your church house that you run to on a Sunday. And once you run to the church house on a Sunday, you forget God that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, until Sunday come again. God is trying to tell you something. God is trying to tell you something. But I got something else to tell you. That your struggle, your struggle got to be real. Amen. Your struggle, your struggle is real. But let me tell you about your struggle. You can't run away from the struggle. The struggle. Because the struggle is there. You can't run away from the struggle. Let me tell you how the struggle came about. Now a lot of y'all know how the struggle came about. But we're going to go and we're going to learn a little bit more today. Now I post this post. But a lot of people don't like reading. Amen. If you want to hide something from a brother, you only have to put it in the book. If you want to hide something in a brother, put it where he got to read it. We ain't got time to read. We ain't got time to read. That's why we run down a church house. But the church is within us. And it's only what you feed yourself. When you feed yourself the word, that's what you're going to breathe out. And if you ain't got the word in you, what is your breathing out? Hot air. Amen. Amen. Now, whoo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God the praise. Give God the praise. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Uh, hmm. Now, did you know that prayer changes things? No matter what you are going through in your life, hold tight to God's unchanging hand. God not, did never say that it would be easy, but he did say, we would have to dig it out the mud 
Because the fall of man, amen. You remember when Adam and Eve went up in there, uh, that garden. Oh, wait, 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 I ain't gonna tell you my part. But see, I tell you that ghetto part. I get you right with it. I tell you how Adam uh, 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 listened at that woman. And I was like, Adam, why you listen at that woman? That's why men don't like listening at women today. But Adam ate that apple. God told him, don't eat the apple. But then the, the woman going to tell him, eat the apple. Adam didn't have to eat that apple. Adam, why you ate that apple? Now we in bondage. And not a man. Hold, wait, hold up. Let me, let me get back on track. Let me get back on track. My thing is, God said, the Bible said, oh, it wasn't going to be easy. We're going to have to dig it out the mud. We're going to have to sweat for our food. Let's talk about it. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God never said it was going to be easy. The fall. The fall. Amen. The fall. Now, in Genesis, it says, Now the serpent was more craftier than any beast of the field that God had made. Mm-hmm. How many of us think we're more craftier than any beast in the field? How many of us think that we're more crafty? Some of us think we're more crafty than God. Amen? But it's a now the serpent was more craftier than any other beast of the field that God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say you should not eat of the tree in the garden? Now listen at that. Wait, let's go back again. The serpent. You know the serpent. Somebody might say, what is a serpent? The serpent was a snake. Like a lot of our families and friends. The serpent was a snake. So now listen, listen, listen. Now it's saying, now the serpent was more craftier than any beast in the field that God had made. Amen. He said, um, woman. Did God actually say, you shall eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the, the serpent, which is a snake, we may eat of the fruits of the tree in the garden. But God said, uh-oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It said, but, but, but God said. You should not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Uh-uh. Uh, so I, I guess God gave her, gave them instructions, right? Uh-uh. Neither shall you touch it, lest you shall die. Ooh. So, so, so not only God say, don't eat from the tree. God said, don't do what? God said, don't touch. Hmm? How many of us don't, don't actually eat from something, but we touch it? Amen? How many of us don't, don't really eat from it, but we just touch it? Come on now. Come on. It said, it said we could uh, uh, eat the fruits of the tree in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruits of the tree that's in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it lest you will die. 
Amen. But but the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of the eye of your eyes will be open. Who listen at that? Who? How many of us want our eyes to be open? How many of us do stuff we don't supposed to do, and God tell us not not only to do it, but don't even get near it. But we want our eyes open. Amen. We want our eyes open. It's saying, but the servant said to the woman, "You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of the tree, that your eyes will be open, and you will be like God." You know, that's the problem. You know, some of us is trying to be like God. <laughs> we don't want to listen to God, but we want to be like God. Amen? Amen. Knowing good and evil. So, so when the woman saw the tree was good for food, and, 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 and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that, 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 that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. Woo! How many of us won't be wise? She took of the fruit and she ate. Woo! We in trouble now. And uh, she also gave some to her husband who was with her. Amen? Ooh, now listen to that. She also gave to her husband that was, that was with her. Now, right now, y'all, the men out there talking about, look what the woman did. The woman was the cause of the fall. Look what the woman did. The woman was the cause of the fall. <laughs> Come on, now, we're going to get to that later now. But, 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 but it said, um, whoo, hallelujah. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open. And, 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 and you will be like God. Knowing good and evil. So when a woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a light <laughs> for the eyes and that the, the tree was to be desired to make her wise, uh, she took of its fruits and ate. <laughs> and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Then their eyes, both of their eyes was open and they knew that they was naked. Now look, look, look. Now you say they knew that they was naked. So that tell me right there, they was already naked. But after they ate from the tree, they got the knowledge to know that they was naked. Sometimes we don't need to know that we naked. Amen. But, 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 but let's get back to it here. Um, then their eyes both was open and they knew that they were naked sometimes we don't even need to know and, and, and they, they they sewed leaves together and made themselves lion cloths whoa <laughs> whoa do it yourself right all right all right and 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 they heard the sound of the lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Amen. And, 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 and the man and his wife hid themselves uh, from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said, but wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Let's go back here. 
Now, did the Lord God call to the woman? Oh, come on. It said that the Lord God called to who? The Lord God called out to the man and said to him, Where are you? You see, right now, God won't know where we are. Are we with him? Are we not with him? God called out, where? Where are you? God asking you right now, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself and I was afraid. How many of you <laughs> then did something that God said not to do in our lifetime? How many of you know you're sinning and you know that God ain't pleased with you uh, and you're hiding? Hmm? How many of y'all that ate off the tree that God told you not to eat off? How many of you ate off the drug tree? How many of y'all ate off the forbidden or uh, 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 sexual tree? How many of y'all ate off the fornication tree? How many of y'all ate off any kind of sin tree? And now you're hiding yourself and, and, and you see that you're naked. How you know you naked? How you know you naked? Oh, hallelujah. But the Lord called him. He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and then I hid myself. <laughs> how many of y'all, how many of us is hiding ourselves from God? Oh, don't make me clown in here. He said, who told you that you was naked? Have you eaten? Off the tree in which I commanded you not to eat. The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me gave me the fruit of the tree and I ate. Now, how many of you men out there talking about who oh, the woman did this? Why oh, did that? The woman did that. Some of y'all going in the same path that Adam did. And then look, Adam trying to follow God. How many of y'all going through some situations out there and you want to follow God? To me, it sounds like Adam said, you gave me this woman. If you wouldn't have gave me her, I wouldn't have listened to her. And I wouldn't have ate off the street. So some of y'all out there, some of us is, is blaming God for the sins that we in. Some of us is blaming God for the sins that we in. Some of us blaming God because now we know that we naked. But how we know we naked? But let's go back to Adam. Let's go back to Adam and Adam. What Adam talking about? Hold on. Let me get back to my ground here. He said, because he said, who told you? You were naked. Have you ate from the tree? And what you commanded? You 
not to eat. The man said, the woman who you gave me to be with me, she gave me the fruits of the tree and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, we ain't blameless women. Hold up. Then the Lord said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Mm. Now the, the woman, you thought your hands was clean, right? We think our hands is clean, huh? Our hands is dirty as Adam, even though Adam was in charge. And God told him not to eat from the tree. And then he going to blame it on the woman that God put him with. Come on now, your blame game. God ain't playing no blaming game. So you know something? God ain't blaming no, oh, he made me do it. She made me do it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Women, we're doing a lot of stuff, a lot of wrong stuff. And we're helping to send these men to strength. Amen? Well, we're supposed to be the helper, the helpmate. We're supposed to be the backbone, the rib. But a lot of women is leading the men astray. The woman said, let's go back. Then it said, the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. <laughs> what she said, child? <laughs> The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. We always having some excuses. Amen. The women's full of excuses. But we much at fault, just like Adam. Amen. But Adam, you ain't off the hook. Men, you ain't off the hook. Women, you ain't off the hook. We all suffering. We all suffering from the fall. Now let's keep on going here. And the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, Curse, <laughs> curse, <laughs> curse <laughs> are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. Now let's bring it back a little bit. The Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, curse are you above all livestock, above all the beasts of the field on your belly. You shall go. And the dust you shall eat. And all the days of your life. You heard that, huh? See, that's what the snake get. See, the snake ain't out of trouble either. Because the snake must be was standing up. The snake must be was walking just like us. Because, listen. Listen at this. It said, because you have done this, curse are you above all livestock and above all beasts in the field. That means everything going to be against you. Everything going to try to kill you. And on your belly, you shall go. So the serpent must be standing up walking like us. Because it said, on your belly, you shall go. And the dust. You shall eat. So 
the serpent must be was eating all kind of stuff. The serpent must be was eating all kind of stuff. But now God said, and the serpent must be was standing up just like us and walking just like us for him to be able to just say, you're going to roll on your belly. You're going to go on your belly and you're going to start eating dust. Give God the glory. He said, you're going to be eating dust all the days of your life. I will put intimate between you and the woman and between your offsprings and her offsprings. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So how am I going to see snakes? And the first thing we do is to get something and bust that snake in the head. And when a snake see us, what does a snake do? Snap at our heel. Now tell me, God ain't real. Okay, and it say to the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. What that is. How many of us had a, 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 a whip and a had our child? We had birth. We had no pain. Oh, girl, I just had three kids and they just dropped out. I ain't had no pain. I ain't going through nothing. I didn't feel nothing. It was a bed of ease. I could have just walked and dropped that out. No! We suffer. We hurt so badly. For nine months, we scream. We holler through birth. I guess it isn't supposed to be like that. Until the fall of man. It's saying... I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. And pain you shall bring for children. You desire shall be contrary to your husband. But you shall. But he shall rule over you. So in other words, our desire is to rule over our husband. We're going to be fighting with all our might to rule over our husbands. How many of y'all trying to fight to rule over your husband? We're trying to take, we want to be the head of the house. We want to tell our husband what bills to pay. We want to tell our husband what to go, where, where to go. We want to tell our husbands what to do. We're the big boss. So our husbands get mad. They don't think that's natural. They don't think that's right. That's, that make them angry. And it makes us very angry that our husband won't tell us what to do. How did he tell us what to do? I'm tired of him telling me what to do. But did you know it's supposed to be like this? It said our desires was to, 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 to control our husbands. To be the head of our husbands. To be in charge of our husbands. But he shall rule over us. Ooh, can we remove that one? Because you see, a lot of us, we have stuff in the Bible, and we just delete it, remove it, use whatever we want for ourselves, and we go all over the rest. But I don't know if you know this was in the Bible. It said that the woman desire was going to be the rule of the husband. The woman desire was going to be to take control. But because of the foul and our disobedience, in the garden, it said that even though our desire is to be the head of our husbands and take the control, your husbands 
Well, hold on. Let me tell you, I can work now. And say that we're going to have the desire. I want to be on this because it's me, y'all. We're going to have to have the desire to control our husbands. But he shall rule over us. Our husbands for us to rule over us. Do y'all see that? Give God the glory. So if you're trying to rule over your husband, you out of God's will. If you're trying to control your husband, you out of God's will. If you're trying to be the boss, you out of God's will. Tame it so full of way, you out of God's will. <laughs> come on, come on, say ouch. If you feel it, say ouch. Woo! Give God the glory. Give God the glory. Our husbands shall rule over us, guys. Wives. And Adam said, because you let me say, make sure I'm saying. And to Adam he said, now 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 the women, we all I mean he already got us first. Did you notice that he went after the woman first? And told a woman her punishment. Mm-hmm. The woman got the punishment first. And then if you notice, now he going to go to Adam. Why Adam couldn't go first? I ain't got nothing to do with that. But he go. Then he going to go to Adam. And Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you should not eat. Curse. Is the grounds because of you. Curse is the grounds because of you. In pain, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. So you want to know why you got to dig in the mud? Like I said, you got to dig in the mud on my post. I said you got to dig in the mud. It said, Adam, he said, because you have listened at the voice of your wife and have eaten the tree in which I commanded you not to. You shall be cursed. It say curse is the garden. Curse is the ground because of you. So because of the ground is of I mean because of Adam. Our grounds is cursed. And it says, in pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. So we're going to be going through these trials and tribulations all the days of our life. And then it says, the thrones and the tossers this shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. You shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken for you are dust. How, how many of us just know we just a pile of dust? How many of us know we just a pile of dust? And to the ground you shall return. So you see, because you did this and you listened to your wife, you're going to dig out the mud, you're going to eat out of the mud, and that's what you are, you the dust. You the dust, and the dust I got you from, I made you from the dust, and the dust you shall return. We ain't nothing but a pile of dust. Amen? 
The woman called his wife named Eve. <laughs> Woo! The man, I mean, the man called his wife named Eve. You know why? Because she was the mother of all the living. And the Lord God made for Adam and his wife garments of skin and clothed them. Amen. Even though they sinned, they betrayed God, they was already naked because once they sinned, they realized they was naked. They realized they was naked and they tried to do them fig leaves and stuff. You see what I'm saying? We don't even know what material we're supposed to be using after we then did something God told us not to do. So God made Adam and his wife garments of skins and cloth. And I mean skins and clothing. Adam went for the fig tree. So we don't know what we're doing. He went, they went and got some fig trees, some leaves and stuff, and started sewing them leaves together and closed themselves. They didn't know what they was doing. God, even though they, they made that fall like that, God still didn't forget them. So no matter what fall you made, don't think God going to forget you. God going to close you. But he ain't going to close you in no fig leaves. He, God going to close you in what he need to close you in. You see, because they thought they had did something. Then when they got the fig leaves and they start closing themselves. But after God gave them their punishment, when God disciplined them, God came back and he made them some garments out of some skin. I mean, out of the skin. Made them some clothes. Because them fig leaves ain't going to do it. Amen? So no matter what you're going through, it was meant for you to go through it sometimes. Amen? And uh, God gonna fix it for you. Even though He punished them, He came back and He gave them the right clothing. Because see, when we do stuff wrong, we have the wrong clothing, and God have to come back and clothe us. So what I'm saying is that no matter what you're going through, hold on to God unchanging hands, and God is not gonna leave you. Just like God didn't leave Adam and Eve, God even clothed them after they sinned. Amen. So, y'all, I, I hope this message changes your life. If you don't know God, this is no time like now to, to surrender yourself to God. Because God waiting on you. God done closed the church houses. But he letting you know that the church houses is not the right church. The church is within you. When you close the church, God closed the church houses to let you know that those are just buildings. The church is within you. I pray that everybody have a blessed day. I pray that everybody have a blessed day. And if you don't know the Lord, it's time right now to get to know the Lord while you in quarantine. It's time to get to know the Lord where he pull you away. God can pull us away from all the distraction of the world. Amen. And God can pull us away because uh, he wants to build a relationship with us because the time is rolling up. Uh, the world is coming to an end. Uh, this is just a wonderful place. Uh, it's almost time. It's almost time. So God
to get us ready. He's trying to get us from the corner church houses and get the church inside of us. So when it's time for us to leave and our time is up, because this is not our final destination. I know it ain't my final destination. I'm, this is just a waiting room for me. So God wants us to get ready. He's letting us know I'm in control of the world. I'm in control of the whole nation. The president don't know what to do. Nobody knows what to do. I'm still in control because I'm still God. Amen. This is practice. Tammy Corn is still away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Spiritual reader, spiritual advisor. God message deliver. And he wants you to know today that he's still alive and he's still living. And he wants you to know they could close the day, the, the, the doors in the church, but uh, the church building, but you is the church. Wake up, people, and know that you're the church. Surrender yourself to God right now. If you don't know God, it's time to get to know him. If you don't know God, it's time to get to know him. It's time to get to know him right now. Don't worry about the virus, because if you die right now with the virus, well, just think about where you're going. Uh, is you all right with God? Is you all right with God? Do he have a place for you? Do you believe that God has a place just for you? Are you ready? Are you ready when God comes? If God comes for you right now, are you ready? But if you feel like you ain't ready, I need you to get on your knees right now. I need you to call out to God and say, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, help me, Lord. Lord, I repent for my sins, Lord. Oh, Lord, I want to come on in. Oh, time is winding up, I say. Time is winding up. We might not have another day. Repent right now. Cry for God. God, hear your prayer, Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. No matter what you're going through, I promise you one thing. God will get you through. He's a God. He's not a man that he shall lie. Believe and trust in God and lean not to your own understanding. Tell me right now, are you ready? Are you ready? I tell God when he come, I ain't got to hide. I ain't got to duck. I ain't got to go and reclose myself because I'm ready. I'm ready. I ain't scared of no death because I'm ready. I got my head in the hands of God. I'm ready. Tell me, are you going to be ready?
Thank y'all for visiting um, my podcast, Facebook, and my website. Y'all have a blessed day in the Lord. Amen.